The boy is eating. The boy is your drinking. name. What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's new podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Ian Kennedy. Today, we are going to be talking about cryptocurrency, specifically Libra, which is Facebook's new proposal to invent their own currency. So it's not like Facebook isn't doing enough. Now they want their own currency. So again, if you get lost, go online, check out that transcript as well as vocabulary guide. So Ian, Libra, Facebook creating their own currency. What were your initial reactions? Were you surprised? It's kind of out of their wheelhouse. Yeah, I guess I was a little surprised at first, but the more I think about it, the more I see, you see these big tech companies like Facebook, Google, and others They're really trying to find other revenue streams. They're trying to find other marketable options, other ways to expand their business. And so with the rise of cryptocurrencies in the world in general, I think it was just a matter of time before these tech companies jumped on board, started doing their own kind of thing. With cryptocurrency, I'm going to be honest, I don't know much about it. It still kind of confuses me when Bitcoin became such a trend. A lot of people, a lot of my friends started investing. They were like, oh, Bitcoin, that's like the way of the future. But to me, I'm not going to put my money into something that I don't understand. It's pretty out there. It's just so sporadic. Did you invest in any Bitcoin or type of crypto? I didn't. I, I had a similar situation. I had a lot of friends just talking about it, investing in it. It's the way of the future. It's the currency of the future. And I'm a little more risk averse with my money, with my investing. And so kind of raised some flags with me, some red flags. I don't like to just jump into a new trend, especially when it has to do with money. So I was a little bit more cautious and I, I didn't invest at all. I haven't invested at all in it. And I'm glad for that reason, because we're seeing it again. It's 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 like a trend. It's it's very volatile. Also, it goes up and down, up and down. For that reason, I didn't I didn't get involved myself. I agree. I think when it comes to money, like I'm not a gambler. I like something that's secure and, and like a sure bet. What I do like about the Bitcoin is the idea that it's not controlled by this like large bank, this large institution that's just making money off you. I mean, for us, we're from the US, we, you know, really experienced the 2008 economic crash where, you know, our government bailed out the banks. And that was kind of a moment that we were all angry. I mean, they were taking our money and gambling it and then lost it all. And then it was like, okay, no problem. We'll just pay pay for your debts. So it's kind of, I think after that, that's where you got these cryptocurrencies coming into into reality because people are like fed up with the banks. They're like, I don't want to be paying these annual fees, these overdraft fees, all these type of fees where I want to control my money and not have you use it and do whatever you want with it and maybe lose it. Right. No, kind of a more no strings attached kind of system or policy that makes people feel like they're not getting robbed by their bank, getting nickel and dimed just for them storing their money with them, essentially. 
So I think with Facebook, the thing that scares me is that it's Facebook. I mean, you have the largest company in the world essentially going to control our currency. It's kind of the opposite of what these Bitcoin cryptocurrencies were trying to create is it's, the money wouldn't be in our control if Facebook is the ones controlling it, which is the largest company. But I, I think what's interesting, too, is the, the marketing. They are trying to reach this group of people who are shut out of the economy. So it's people from lower economic backgrounds who can't get into these institutions, these banks. And so the idea is that this Libra, as they call it, would be something that everyone can access. All you need is your photo and a name. Very, very open. What was your initial reaction to that? Yeah, well, it's it's really interesting to think about. And, and a number that was quoted that uh, I wasn't aware of is that there's, I think I read, there's over a billion people with without bank accounts. And so you have this huge untapped market that can be entered into in order to uh, fulfill this need. I think people are a little wary of it because, like you said, it's Facebook. It's one of these newer institutions, I think, in the United States. Most people think of a bank as, oh, the banking system's been around for so long, it's, you know, it's well established, it's something we're used to. And naturally, we as humans, we're, we're a little afraid of things that are, that are new. I think especially right now too, Facebook's going through a little bit of some bad publicity. So the timing is always sensitive as well around these kind of issues. So some people are having trouble with, with trusting these big companies, Facebook in particular, after the, the data sharing that happened in the 2016 election. So it'll be interesting to see the public's perception of Libra and how if it takes on or if it falls flat. I think the good thing about it is, like you said, there's obviously the negative side of Facebook, but there's also the positive side of Facebook is that it's a successful company that, you know, has a lot of connections in the business world. So you have this currency now where their plan is once they launch is that they're going to partner with a lot of companies. So unlike Bitcoin, you can't really use your Bitcoin like at the supermarket or at certain stores. You kind of just have it and then you have to convert it into your currency. Where the Libra idea is that I can go to Unimark and I can buy my groceries and I can pay with Libra. So I don't have to convert it to any currency. So that would be kind of nice where your money is just in one place. I can use it as like a card at all the stores that I go to. And I don't have to do the annoying step of converting it. And what's the conversion rate? Am I going to lose money? Am I going to gain money? What are the fees? Everything that's involved with those conversions that really just is kind of a headache. And here, like you said, there's a lot of people that don't have bank accounts here because they they don't have the money or they can't pass a certain background check or financial check or something like that, that will be able to now use Libra and go to stores and store their money there and send money. That's another thing that's important is they're going to make it easier for people to send money internationally, which happens a lot here. You have families that are living all over South America and Europe and the U.S., with the Venezuelan crisis, you have people sending money all the time in these MoneyGrams, these all different kind of third parties are charging a lot of money where Facebook's promise is to be like, OK, like we're going to charge a lower fee. So this will be a lot easier. 
Exactly. And furthermore, to your point, what other company has as big of a global reach as Facebook, right? So the market is the entire world. It's a global market. And kind of like what we talked about, there's so many, so many people without bank accounts that you're just missing a huge, huge chunk of this, of this market that can be tapped into. And I think can be a win-win on both sides if it's done right. That's always the problem is implementing it right. In theory, it's a fantastic idea, but the actual reality of it, I guess we'll, we'll see how it goes. When I read their sales pitch, I was very skeptical because they pitch it as, you know, a billion people are not allowed into the economy because of social economic reasons. Now they can through Libra. And my initial thought is, okay, Facebook, like you're not this moral company that wants to help the poor. So it's kind of like their pitch, I don't buy, but if that is true and that's reality what happens and they're not taking advantage of that population, I think it would be wonderful because having a billion people in the world who can't have bank accounts, that can't exchange or buy things easily is tough. Like we need to fix that problem. So I don't know if Libra is the answer, but I was a little like, Facebook, are you like trying to be really moral here or just trying to make money? Right. Yeah. Whenever, whenever, uh, there's always some skepticism. It's never just a good message. There's always, there's always some money involved, of course. But I think it's, if this is the way that we can get everyone together to have a more seamless, a more convenient way of transactions, of trading money, I think it's a great idea. But again, it has to be done in the right way. True. I think we talked about before we started recording was this idea that when you make it easier for people to buy this currency you know they only need i think a photo and a name so there's no like background check financial check any of that kind of stuff the problem would be what about the black market right are you going to have people doing business on this app that isn't legal and how would you know how would you like regulate against this kind of black market (laughs) Right. When you get down in the weeds of it, it gets more complicated when you when you look at things like money laundering, when you look at things like you said, the black market, these kind of shadier activity that can be masked through this sort of system. So that was kind of my initial thing. It's like, oh, it's easier to send money international. But like, how easy is it going to be too easy right. for, for these kind of uh, illegal transactions? I don't know. I'm assuming it's something Facebook has thought about, but still unclear what i like about it too is in the u.s have you heard of venmo yeah mm-hmm. so like that was amazing in the u.s i would pay my rent with it i would pay groceries utilities everything because you're always sharing it right you live with housemates you are out with your friends you want to split dinner and venmo is this app where it's just all seamlessly electronic if we go to dinner and we want to split it i pay for it with my card And then you just Venmo me electronically the money. And it just goes from our bank accounts. And it's like instantaneous. And when I arrived here, I was like, wait, Venmo doesn't exist? I can't use that? This is what Libra is trying to do, is that instead of using dollar or Chilean peso or whatever currency, it'll have that Venmo where you can exchange money Libra, like that seamlessly, which I think is something that's missing here. You go to dinner and it's like, oh, I ordered this and that and this, and you have to pay this on this card or this in cash, or it's mm-hmm. it's a little complicated now. Sure. 
paying for bills here. Sure, and you can you can do like online transfers through your bank accounts, but it's not quite as seamless as tapping just a couple buttons. So I think it'd be something that could really change the financial game in in the whole world if again done the right way. So the plan is Facebook wants to launch next year, so 2020. Are you someone who's gonna you know wait a year, wait till you see how it pans out, or are you gonna like look into maybe getting some Libra? I'm typically one to wait and see see how things go once the dust settles. And I'm I also have a motto that if it uh, if it seems too good to be true, then it probably is. So with a lot of these kind of things, I, I tend to wait and and see what happens before jumping in. I'm the same. Some of my friends who jumped on the Bitcoin bandwagon made a, quite a bit of money because they came in right when it started and then they left soon enough that they missed the drop. Exactly. That's the that's the investment game for sure. So, yeah, of course, it's, you know, high risk, high reward with investments. So, you know, if you get in at the right time with the right amount, you know, you can really you can really cash out big. But it has to be good timing and it has to be it just has to work out. I agree, though, what you said. I mean, I don't know internationally, but in the U.S., Facebook has a pretty bad reputation that it needs to kind of recover from. So I, I will be curious, like you said, if this is something that will hold them back a little bit because if people are leaving the platform and aren't trusting it, especially when it comes to privacy, and there's nothing more private than your money. So it's like if you're leaving the platform, are you really going to now put your money on it? I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see how successful it is. <laughs> exactly. I guess we'll find out. But yeah, so everyone, make sure that you invest in some Libras come 2020 and then share your proceeds with me and Ian. Yeah, that sounds like <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> well, as you all know, if you get lost, go online to that transcript and the vocabulary guide. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.